Hello, friend. You've stumbled upon the Season 1 archive for On The Bubble Podcast with me, Josh Liston. This episode you're listening to today was recorded sometime between mid-2015 and early 2019. And just so you know, Season 2 of the show is coming on Gen 8, 2020. The first episode will drop on Gen 8, 2020, Melbourne, Australia time. So that should be the day before if you're in North America. We're looking to make the show more fun, more energetic, a little bit less monotone for me, a bit more like this kind of vibe, and yeah, it should be pretty awesome. So thank you for checking out today's episode. I'm really proud of all the stuff we did on On The Bubble Podcast in the early days, which is kind of now wrapped up in season one, and pretty excited about where it's going for season two. So thanks once again, folks, onthebubblepodcast.com to get season two, to hear all of the episodes from season one, including this one today, if you want to share it with somebody or whatever. And I'll leave you with this crucial piece of life advice. So long, and thanks for all the fish. For all episode resources, subscribe links, and ways to support the podcast, head on over to onthebubblepodcast.com. Now, on with the show. True Calling, full season two and beyond. Eliza Dushku should have really taken Joss Whedon up on the offer of a Faith the Vampire Slayer TV show after Buffy ended, a series that would have apparently seen her travelling the US with Spike as her companion. Instead, she chose to go with True Calling, a show about a woman working in a morgue who would be sent back in time by the animated corpses of various victims to change history. It sounds a little naff, but if you stuck with it, it started to get really interesting with the arrival of Jason Priestley as the anti-true Jack Harper, sent to undo her actions and mess with history for the side of evil. Season 2 only lasted 6 episodes, but there were clear signs of something great happening. New love interest Jensen would have died and True would have saved him without calling for help. By changing fate, Jensen would have been resurrected without his soul and the consequences would have been rather chilling. His transformation into a serial killer being the most shocking, as a grander mythology was potentially laid out. True calling might have been something rather special indeed. Now that's a really interesting piece of audio right there. That particular piece of audio is from the What Culture YouTube channel. And a cool video there is called What Happened Next? 10 Planned Seasons of Cancelled TV Shows. So big shout out to the What Culture YouTube channel. And I've placed a link to that particular video in the show notes. So let's cover the elephant in the room. Eliza Dushku turned down an offer to star in a spin-off series for her character Faith from Buffy the Vampire Slayer in favour of doing True Calling. Denofgeek.com had some thoughts which align pretty much with my own thoughts about that particular decision. Quote, this may well have caused Buffy fans to judge it more harshly in comparison to the scrapped Joss Whedon project, unquote. So I'm not really sure in retrospect if turning Joss down there was the best idea, but we're here to talk true calling and not listen to me wax poetic about Buffy and Joss Whedon, etc. But I will say this, it's fair to assume that any show that's rumoured to have been starring Spike Arguably the most loved character from Buffy, in particular across seasons 5, 6 and 7. That was bound to cause a stir amongst a lot of Buffy fans, in particular those Buffy fans that really enjoyed season 6 and 7 of Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
In 2012, Complex.com had the following to say about the back half of True Calling Season 1, which through the remainder of the episode, you'll come to see that the back half of Season 1 is when the show reached an inflection point. Quote, The series instantly shifted into a highly entertaining weekly cat and mouse dynamic with a cool metaphysical undertone and expansive mythology. It all made for a very promising second season and the promise was delivered for all of six episodes, unquote. So just in relation to the end of that quote and the for all of six episodes line, True Calling was cancelled after five episodes on its broadcast schedule with episode six of the second season subsequently included on the DVD. So True Calling's rating story is best summed up by John J. Joex, author of the book Cancelled Sci-Fi TV, 1949-2015. In the Kindle edition of the book, Joex mentions the following three points which were crucial to True Calling's journey as a broadcast property. 1. True Calling had the misfortune of airing opposite NBC's ratings monster, Friends. Yucks. Even I remember how big Friends was and I'd never watched an episode. 2. Given the competition, Fox network executives felt True Calling had shown just enough life to convince Fox to bring back the show for a second season. However, they inexplicably lost faith in the series before its second season got started. 3. Fox then reduced their episode order for season 2 from 13 episodes to 6, which made making a fulfilling ending of the show for fans and for everyone involved a much tougher proposition. And on that show, they cancelled us and it was more of a don't show up to work tomorrow. Like, they pull the plug. It just is boom. And so people still come up to me and ask me, you know, like, what happened to... I'm like, I have no idea. We all died. I don't know. (laughs) It's true. We didn't go back and save anyone and it's just over. Um, So with Dollhouse, it was nice that we got... As for fan actions for True Calling, in our research we couldn't really highlight any specific fan actions that were worth bringing to the podcast, but what we did find was several very academic style critiques of True Calling and its failure to deliver during its broadcast run. Critics felt that the writers of True Calling obfuscated much of the deeper mythology of the show for longer than they really needed to, or put another way, the writers kept the most interesting and unique stuff secret and it ended up biting them in the butt. Which meant, in the end, any improvement in the show over the back half of season one ended up being a case of too little, too late. And further to the criticism of the show, and this is a little sad actually, in certain corners of the TV world, True Calling is actually held up as a cautionary tale of what not to do when writing for broadcast television. Ouch. Yeah, I don't think it deserves quite that harsh a critique, but it's out there. And I'll finish up with a personal note. I remember True Calling being better than the critics of the show would have you believe. And yeah, it did go from a mediocre show to a really good show with a lot of promise. And it did take a long time in the first season to get to that point. But I went in as one of those snobby Buffy fans that really just wanted the show to not be very good, because as mentioned earlier in the episode, Eliza Dushku chose a non-Joss Whedon property over Joss, but I was wrong. The show showed a lot of promise, 
And although it was never going to share the same air as a Buffy or a Firefly or an Angel, the show itself was good on its own merits. So that will probably do for today. At Joshua C. Liston on Twitter and Instagram for me. To email the show, josh at onthebubblepodcast.com for all episode sources, articles, links, images, etc. that we used in producing today on thebubblepodcast.com. And if you happen to have heard our neighbour's dog today barking along to the entirety of this recording, you can send any hate mail to onthebubblepodcast.com. Okay, thank you and talk soon.